Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. In this episode, returning guest Nikita Thigpen shares how we need to be selfish and talk about her new book. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week, are you ready? When was the last time you were selfish and put yourself first? And if you didn't know, when we don't take care of ourselves and put ourselves first, we have heart problems, we have sleep problems, we have hair loss, we have back pain, which is why we need to be selfish. I'm going to keep saying that word. So, Nikita Thigpen, who is an LCSW, broke barriers and glass ceilings nearly 10 years ago when she architected her professional skill set as a psychotherapist, trauma specialist, sexologist, and relationship expert with strategically infused tenets of breakthrough success coaching to raise the bar and create ripples inside the personal development industry. Now regarded as the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world, Nakia has become the go-to for fast-scaling married women entrepreneurs and power couples seeking to balance love and success without dimming or apologizing for their spirited ambition. As the creator of the breakthrough paradigm, the Joy Map Method, international best-selling author of the book Selfish Transformation, Empowerment Speaker, and CEO of ThickPro, Balance and Relationship Management Institute, Nakia and her team set out every day to inspire, equip, and empower her client partners to amplify intimacy 365% across all key relationships so they can create joy and achieve whole success. Committed just as much to breaking barriers as she is fully living the life she teaches others, Nakia's created safe spaces of critical conversations as a leading podcast host, wife, mother, minister, and G-Bunny, which is a grandma. So, ladies and men, sit back and I want you to really listen to this interview and just take notes and, you know, share it with others. Listeners, I am excited because it's February and we're really talking about love. Of course, you know, I I just love February because it's all about love. Love, red, my favorite color, which is why I thought it was very, very important to talk about self-love, which is why I bought the author and Nakia Thigpen and her book is Selfish, Permission to Pause, Live, Love and Laugh Your Way to Joy. Now, everybody should run out and get it, but that's okay because at the end of this podcast, I'm going to have a link on the show page but I'm just getting ahead of myself because I'm excited. So hello, Nikita. Hi, Janet. Thank you for welcoming me to your show. I'm very excited to be here. I am so excited to have you because when I saw the book, I'm like, yes. And then of course it just goes out with, you know, mm-hmm. February. I mean, everybody's always talking about couple love, but sometimes you got to think about self-love. That's right. So what made you write the book? Uh, everything you just said, you just kind of summed up. <laughs> 
my why, you know, the reality is before you can be a couple, anything, before you even attract the right opposite to you, you know, opposites attract all that good stuff, you should be full and fueled and healed and whole. So you can add to that person instead of waiting for them to complete you. Uh, And I've been with my forever love since I was 17. We've been friends since 13. We've been married a very long time. We're grandparents now. So we've definitely gone through all the the stereotypes that you can imagine of you guys aren't going to make it. This is a high school thing. This is an early college thing. This is a grad school thing, you know, on and on and on. Um, And we didn't just survive, Janet. We thrived partially because I was willing to do my own work. Uh, My husband has his own stories. I'm very careful in the book to not try to share his story. Uh, But we come from very different backgrounds. You know, his father is an architect. His mom who is lovingly, she's my mom. I literally call her my mom. She's my mom in love for those who know my biological mother but she is my mom she's been a mother to me since I was 13 and she's been an at-home mom you know cooking four course meals breakfast lunch and dinner did the after school homeschool PTA all that with them I didn't grow up that way so I came into our relationship with a lot of layers of baggage not just like one bag like compacted busting out holes in it (laughs) needs to be you know taken away by TSA and everything in between and because of that I needed to do a lot of work not just to keep him but to make me whole again so I can make sure that I could grow into a healthy relationship instead of bringing him who again has his own story he's not perfect has his stuff but he came from a very different you know, composite uh, narrative. My grandparents, my grandmother and her husband, my step-grandfather raised me and he was an abuser for me and she was an enabler for him. It was like so many layers to that. Um, Very different story. My mother abandoned me. My father's been in and out of jail. I mean, the layers go on and on and on. So talk about two opposites coming together um, and me having all my edge and my South Philly hustle and, you know, just all this that I brought to the table. And he's, you know, a former thug of his own right, but, you know, with those layers, he came, you know, being brilliant and well-read and his parents really invested in him. And I didn't have that. I woke up in the morning to arguments and and violence and, and went to sleep afraid every night. And I was literally told I was stupid and I wouldn't be anything. And I would be just like my mother who was pregnant young and on drugs and like that. Those were my affirmations every day. He didn't grow up that way. So I brought that to the table when we decided we made a decision to be in this together before we were to have a baby, before we were to, you know, think about marriage. We were like, you in it to win it because if not we can, you know, keep it moving. I got a lot of stuff I got to handle. And he felt the same way. So that those choices we made show up in the book. It shows up in the book as, yes, this is something we decided to do, but in the process of being with him, my forever love, my soul's half, that would make me so much better because he brought value to me as I could do for him. I had to work on Nikita. I had to get right, not just in therapy, not just with coaching and spiritual advising. I had to really look at all the broken, hurt, sore parts of me that I had been burying under being busy. That's pretty much why I wrote it for every woman who feels just like I felt. Wow, Nikita. I mean, you know, when you were talking, of course, so much stuff was going through my own head, but you're right because we do need to look at ourselves because, you know, as you know, and some of my listeners know, you know, my sweetheart passed away suddenly Mm -hmm. last year. And one of the things I had to do for Janet because we were in the midst of a pandemic. People could not 
grieve with me. I could not mm-hmm. grieve with them. I said, you know what? I need to stop. I know I need to grieve. I need, I need help. So I went out and sought that help outside because it was like, that mm-hmm. was something I needed to do for myself. Cause I'm like, I can't grieve forever. I got to mm-hmm. heal. So Oh, wow. Okay. So I got to, I got to stay focused here, Nikita, because, you know, we could talk all, we could talk all day. So what are some of the things you see when you maybe hear a conversation or you just see actions? What are some of the things you realize "Mm, she's not being selfish? She's not taking care of herself. Yeah, that comes up a lot. So first, I think is the backstory of that word selfish. And I, you know, it's provocative. And that wasn't my intention. The word downloaded into my spirit. And I said, what am I supposed to do with this? And then God led me through the eight and a half year process that I had to grow through in order to be strong enough and willing to be vulnerable enough to tell my truth in 209 pages, right? Um, And part of the the discrepancy with the word, even for me in the beginning was like, I'm not selfish. You know, most people say I'm the most selfless person they know. And then I did some, I'm a nerd. So I did some research and I looked up the history of the word. The reality is, is somewhere around 1620, a white Pentecostal bishop decided that this was a bad word. This was a bad thing. And, you know, if you go really deep into the literature, it talks about the women, the wives who were coming and basically voicing their concerns of having to be available at any time for their husbands. And, you know, 1600, women had no place, right? You, you get no say. So it was, well, don't be selfish. Be available for your husband. That's your godly duty. And I said, oh, hell to the N-O. That is not happening in my life because we've all bought into it. We've taken that word and said, oh, anytime you decide to take care of you, to stop breastfeeding everyone else who's attached to you, you know, literally and figuratively, anytime you decide to say, I need permission to pause, get my mind right, get my body, my spirit right, you are technically being selfish because you've stopped giving everything to everyone else. Why is that a bad thing? Be selfish, be intentional about it, not have ego and you know use it as a way to hurt people or harm people, but really take that time to fill your own cup. I know we hear it all the time, oxygen mask on ourselves first. And it sounds so simple, but it's not really easy because we have been generationally fed with this idea that if you don't just constantly give, especially as women, some men too, a few brave men, But if you don't constantly give everything you have at any time when anyone calls and beckons, oh, how dare you? That is just horrible. You're not the right kind of person. I think I'm the best kind of person. If I can say no in order to take care of me, to do what I need. So when I give you a yes, it is a full yes. It is a yes with no regret and no expectation. It's not tied to me now looking back six months from now. Well, you know, cause I told Janet yes to these three things. She didn't tell me, right? Like all those things that we do, the hypocrisy of not being selfish is where I take complete problem with. So that's why I stand and I, I literally say, let's be certified in selfish behavior. Like let's do it simply because in order to be the greater giver, impactor, transformer, whatever your goal and your purpose is, you have to be full first or else you're being a hypocrite. And that's just the reality. And you know what, Nikita, uh, last September, 
my birthday out of 10 days, 10 mm. days. And I was strategic because, you know, you take time off, mm-hmm. and especially in this environment. You could just kind of lay right. No, I was strategic. You know, I got a little, you know, my eyebrows done. That's and right. Then, yes. And then um, got the hair done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I actually contacted a caterer so he could bring me a couple of meals. You you know? <laughs> I said, you know what? And then I had my little movie schedule planned mm-hmm. and I felt so much better and so much more energized after that time it's like oh yeah I'm gonna do this every year you know that's right there's no excuse why I can't do it Mm -hmm. you know I always say I can't do it I can't afford it no I had a staycation and it fit right within my budget that's right because you really can't afford not to do it Mm -hmm. right like that cost of inaction Mm -hmm. of not pouring into yourself it leads you to having health issues, mm-hmm. right? Which then diminishes your productivity, your performance. Yep. You know, if we want to look at the, you know, business ROI on all the ways you have to show up in life. But what about the impact it has on your relationships? You're probably not as fun to be around if you are cranky and <laughs> frustrated and pent up, right? Like, it's, you're probably not a good Janet. I know Mm-mm. I'm not a good Nikita. That's no, for sure. I'm not, no, I'm not a good, I'm not a good Janet. <laughs> So Nikita, what is maybe something a woman can do today? Because a lot of times we feel like we just do not have the time. Yeah. And sometimes we really need to, like last night, I just need to just shut down. Yeah. You know, you get one of those calls and it just comes at you by surprise. And it's, you have this long to-do list. And I said, you know what? I'm just not going to get it done tonight. I needed mm-hmm. a moment just to put my feet up and just relax. So what is something maybe a woman can do when she yeah. feels like I ain't got no time? Yeah, I, I'll say there's a couple things you can do for the analyticals that are listening, you know, those analytical creatives that need, you know, that organization to their calendar and their planners. I'm one of them. And all those ways, time blocking is really important for your schedule, just for whatever type of work you do, career professional, entrepreneur, mom at home, caregiver, doesn't matter. Time blocking those major activities, but don't forget to add in a time block for your pause. Like I literally have permission to pause time block once a week on my schedule for 90 minutes. That's the, the more, you know, intentional, I'm gonna put my feet up, I'm gonna read my my Essence magazine, I'm gonna I'm pull out Hitchhiker's Guide Across the Galaxy, you know, I'm gonna just do something that's just silly for me, because again, I'm a nerd, so those things kind of fuel me. But on a day-to-day basis, I make sure that every evening I have my healing rest power down on my schedule. Now, let me be full tra- fully transparent. There are some days when I have long projects, right? Or you might have an audit depending on the type of work you have going on or something, but that's the exception, not the rule. But every night between 6.15 and I think I have it set to 7.30 because I'm not the best cook in the world. I take a little bit longer than most people. I put my dinner time with my family on there and we don't necessarily sit around at the table and sing Kumbaya. My youngest is 20. My oldest is 24 and doesn't live with us and we have grandkids. So that time is really, Nikita, don't forget to go cook dinner for your family, right? Like, cause you can get caught in your schedule. And then around 9, 9.30, I have my healing rest there because that's my time to power down. I'm lighting candles, I'm wiggling my toes, I'm doing my prayer, right? Like whatever works for you for your power down, but put it on your schedule. For the stuff that you can't schedule, because like you said, a call came out of the blue. You're like, what am I supposed to do with this energy? Depending on what I would do in that moment, depending on how you know tenuous the call was, sometimes I would recommend exactly what you did. Okay, that's it. Everything gets shut down. I put a reminder on the calendar to, you know, have an extra half an hour so I can get in the flow and I don't feel too tense for the carryover. But I'll do something like pull out bubbles. 
keep, go to the Dollar Tree, wherever you live in the world. I'm sure there's a Dollar Tree or something like that. Get some bubbles and keep it at your desk. Sounds super silly, but tapping into your inner child is so therapeutic. Pull out the bubbles. And when you blow a bubble, be very focused on trying to make it as big as possible. You think it's just a silly activity, but what you're actually doing is you're deep breathing. And in the way that you're doing it, you're massaging your organs and you are like literally creating a space where all the toxins in your organs can start to release, like working your lymphatic system, all from blowing bubbles. So you get to throw away the guilt of like, oh, this is so silly. This isn't doing anything for me. It's helping you breathe. It's helping you relax. It's giving you that space to calm down, to decrease your cortisol levels, which go up when you are stressed. And if you are a woman and you have increased stress from cortisol levels specifically, you're going to have estrogen issues, which can lead to cancers and high blood pressure and stroke and all the things. So here is a quick five minute fix, two minutes if you really don't have the time to literally decrease cortisol, increase oxytocin because now you're bonding with yourself, you're doing something that's fun and you're detoxing your organs by working your lymphatic system all because you're doing deep belly breathing from making sure that the bubble gets as big as you can. Two minutes, something quick that you can do. If you're really angry, you can throw the bubbles against the wall, right? Like that works too, but... <laughs> I would do those things. Wow. I'm going to get some bubbles. I'm going out and get some bubbles. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get at least a couple bottles. So I've got a backup. Oh, I love that idea. Different colors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I really like that. Nikita, you have given like so many strategies, so many tips. So how can people get in contact with you and get your book? Yeah, honestly, the best way to just get a, a quick contact is to go to our website, which is under development at bigpro.com. But there's links there and there's a link to my schedule to go right there. If you really want to come and play, if you really want access to the free trainings that I do and the weekly Intimacy Advantage TV show and all the things, you want to come into the Certified Selfish Facebook group. It's private, but it's free. So you do have to answer just a couple of gated questions to make sure you really came to play with us. And then you come in and, and have a good time and get access to the Joy Map Method and Boundary Foundry and all kinds of things that I do for free um, literally every month. Okay. All right. Well, I wrote that down. So I'm going to make sure I sign up for myself. And of course, listeners, you know, I'm going to have a link to Nikita's website on the show page, as well as a links, direct link so you can purchase her book. Nikita, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. I hope you share my conversation with Nikita and just share it with other women, other power couples. And it was just a really, it was a good eye opener for me. And of course, I hope you go to the Facebook page and actually join our community. So now let's move on to Taylor's tip time. And tip number one is make sure you schedule your selfish time. You know how she said, she says she has her time already allotted. Number two, learn to say no. Saying no to others means saying yes to yourself. Number three, limit the number of non-work Zoom virtual meetings you attend. You know, sometimes we get Zoomed out. I know I do. So you have to really limit it. You know, I have a weekend coming up where I've got several Zoom meetings back to back. And you know what? That next weekend, I'm not going to do any Zoom meeting except for the one. And that's it. 
Number four, make sure you exercise because that's part of it too. Walk, dance, do yoga. And then number five, make sure you get enough rest. Make sure you rest because when you rest, you just allow your body, your mind, your spirit just to get what it's needed and then you can wake up refreshed the next day. Well, maybe you have been thinking about getting organized. You're in the midst of a renovation. You want to organize the closet. You want to park the car in the garage. And you kind of know how you want to get from A, from the from the disorganized to the organized, but you need some strategies. Well, go to my contacts page at JanetMTaylor.com. Schedule a 15-minute session and just kind of maybe just let us have a nice little conversation. And, of course, you know, I am reducing. I'm continuing to reduce my virtual sessions, either my 30- or 60-minute sessions. So please be sure to check those out because maybe you just need some strategies. I had a strategy session yesterday. It was like, you know, what you can do is I would suggest you just begin to list. This person is going through a major renovation of the house. Start listing every area that you want to renovate it. And then begin with the purging of the items in that specific area. Then, you know, packing it up, labeling it. So then when that area is done, you will only have what you use and need. So sometimes it's just a short conversation like that. Maybe you're in business or thinking about business and you want to start a podcast. You want to really be more organized with your social media and how you post. Well, you know, schedule a session with me. It's called Strategize and Organize. And of course, if you click the link in the show page, it will take you directly there. Because sometimes you just may need an hour session with me and just on how to be more strategic maybe how to lay out some ideas for your podcast or your social media or just how to better navigate social media or maybe you want to create some part profitable partnerships as well of course I want to thank you thank you for allowing me to first of all reach year 27 it's 27 years 27 year anniversary so I thank you for that um of course continue to follow me on social media subscribe to my youtube channel i am excited because i am beginning to upload some new things that will really help you organize your life so check those out and of course check out my pinterest page and i have a pinterest board on healthy living so check that out as well well what's today do you know what the day is can you can you hear it i can hear you chanting i can hear you chanting today is uh Monday. So what about your Toss It Tuesday tip? And for this week, I want you to clear some clutter that prevents you from having a space to exercise and relax. So maybe it's that chair that's covered with books, papers, clothes. Clear it so you can have a place where you can just sit. Or maybe you want to do some yoga on the floor or do some exercises, do some dancing. Well, clear that clutter. So that's my Toss It Tuesday tip for you this week. My app suggestion for this week is Unplug. It's guides to help you through life's challenges because sometimes we do have to unplug. I remember I had a short on-site session with a client and usually when I do that, I've got two masks, I've got the shield, I've got gloves. So when I came home, I already had my to-do list. Well, I kept seeing a message that somebody was really trying to get in contact with me. And little did I know they were trying to get in contact with me to tell me that a friend had passed away. And you know what? 
once I heard that, I was like, this to-do list will get done tomorrow. I put on my my cozy pajamas. I got in the bed and then I just kind of called a friend and just had a good conversation. Sometimes we just have to do that and that's okay. And then my product suggestion for this week is, of course, baskets. Baskets are beautiful. You know, surround yourself when you're being selfish. That means you're surrounding yourself with everything that makes you feel good. So storage can be beautiful. So check out my Amazon shop. And again, my repurpose suggestion is surround yourself with beautiful things. Yes, you need to have a mug with your pens in it. But why can't it be a glass mug? So think about that as well. Now, of course, my book selection for this week is none other than Selfish. Permission to pause, live, love, and laugh your way to joy by, I guess, Nikita Thigpen. So check out that. and I've got a link in the show page for that. So my quote for this week is, if you get tired, learn to rest, not to quit. Again, if you get tired, learn to rest, not to quit. I thank you so much for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. Please visit my website at JanetMZL.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, you have an organized week. Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.